0: The system presents Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight, is called Don't Tell Me About Halloween. Uh, I'm going to kill my wife tonight, or maybe tomorrow night. I mean, I'm going to kill one of my wives. I bet her something's going to happen to me that won't be good. Well, Halloween's almost here. Halloween's the deadline, and Candace has to be dead before Halloween. Only well, trouble is, I'm not sure I'll recognize her when she shows up. You ever been in Salem, Massachusetts? The place where they hanged all the witches? No, they didn't burn them at the stake. A lot of people think so, but they didn't. They hanged them all except the man witch, old Giles Corey. They pressed to death. Very unpleasant. Well, it was in Salem, this particular Halloween, that I met Candace. It was dark up there on the hill where the gallows used to stand. Dark and cold with a damp wind coming in off the sea. A few little lights you could see in the dusk only made it darker and lonelier and creepier up there. I remember how I shivered as I started down the hill to town. And I remember how I jumped when something that looked like a black cat jumped out of the shadows at my feet. Without thinking, I yelled, Who's that? My heart almost stopped beating because...
1: Well, good evening.
0: I'd been all alone up there. And then, all of a sudden, there was a woman standing beside me.
1: You're the first human being that's spoken to me tonight. Who are you? I'm
0: Candace. I... I don't know any Candace.
1: You didn't. What you do now?
0: You scared me to death.
1: Oh, I wouldn't do that to you. What's your name? Craig. You like me, Craig?
0: What? Well, I, I don't know what you look like.
1: I like you very much.
0: Well, but I...
1: Kiss me, Craig. Now, Kiss me, I think. <clears throat> you know, you're going to be a very nice, husband for me, Craig. What do you mean?
2: I'm not going to... Oh, yes,
1: you are. When I say something's going to happen, it happens, Craig.
0: But I... I'm not...
1: Wouldn't you like to be rich, Craig, and have a beautiful wife? I am beautiful. You'll see. Wouldn't you like to be rich and wise and happy and live forever? Wouldn't you, Craig?
0: Who the devil are you? (laughs)
1: that's a very apt way of putting it, Craig. Who are you? I'm Candace.
0: That doesn't mean anything to me.
1: I'm the witch they didn't hang, Craig.
0: Well, she was right. I am rich. Whenever I need money, which hasn't been for a long time now, I ask Candace when she comes to see me at Halloween time. I am reasonably wise, I suppose. I'm quite an authority on American history, quite well considered at the university here. And while I can't say I've lived forever, I have lived 253 years. Now that's right. You see, I met Candace on the hill above Salem in the year 1694, two years after Cotton Mather stopped hanging wishes. <laughs> Yes, Candace has kept her promise. I remember the way she put it, standing up there in the early morning, watching the mists crawling along the ground below us.
1: You'll not see me now till another Halloween. And I can't tell you what form I'll be in when I come to see you again. But if you see a strange bird or a lost dog or any strange being at your door come Halloween, you say, who's that? And if it so happens, the strange is me. Why then, I'll be home with you till the cock crows for morning.
0: And I remember I started to speak, to ask questions, but she stopped me.
1: For the time's short now, my love. And remember the words, and we've all the future before us. As long as I
2: live, you shall
0: live. And below us somewhere, a rooster crowed. And I was standing alone on the hill. And a, yellow butterfly was rising in circles above my head. I watched it disappear into the first rays of the sun. No, I didn't believe it either. And yet, we were only two years away from the witchcraft trials and whatever may be said today, the belief in witches didn't die as quick a death as modern historians would have you believe. I was there I know. Besides, I had married a witch.
2: Halloween,
0: 1695. A stray dog lay on my doorstep, shivering in the rain. I don't like dogs. I was about to boot the animal into the street when I caught a look in its eyes. I yelled, who's that?
2: Well, it's about
1: time. I've been lying there on that doorstep, breathing and nearly drowned without a Fool. Get me something to put around me and stir up the fire before I take my death of cold.
2: And I do believe you were going to
0: kick me, too. Why do I have see you? Candace, dear, how was I to know?
2: Give
0: me that quilt! Oh. oh, she was all contriteness and apologies in a moment. But I can feel that slap alongside my chops from two and a half centuries. And our first anniversary was a very pleasant one. I was rather glad I'd married a witch. It had its drawbacks, though, despite wealth and growing wisdom. People around me in Salem grew old, and I seemed to stay the same age. I moved away, and the years went on. I moved away from Salem, and I moved away from Philadelphia, and I moved from Baltimore and Richmond and Savannah and a score of other places. I spoke to George Washington. And I watched Robert Fulton's steamboat chug up the Hudson when I was more than a hundred years old. And looked thirty-five. And every Halloween I welcomed Candace home for a night. One year in a farmhouse on an Illinois prairie, a red fox whined up my door. And it was Candace. One year a blue jay flew down from a tree in Missouri.
2: And another year...
0: She came as a skittering little gray field mouse. And the year I came back to Wisconsin after the Civil War, a porcupine gnawed its way into my cabin on Halloween night, and one of its quills spiked me before I thought to say, Who's that? And when Candace smiled at me, there was only a strand of yellow hair through the thick of my thumb. I remember she pulled it out, and it hurt. Years and years... And years. Well, she's been a wonderful wife, but I never forget what she is. Once a year is getting to be enough. It was just 67 years ago tonight, before Halloween, you see. That was the first time she appeared before Halloween, 1880. Robert B. Hayes was still president, then. Well, it seems like yesterday. I heard something bumping against the front door, and before I thought, I called out, "Who's that?"
1: I thought you were never going to call me.
0: Darling, I didn't know it was you. Well, huh?
1: Don't people kiss their wives anymore?
0: Darling, you—you surprised me.
1: Suppose you surprised
2: me.
1: Hmm.
0: Well. How come you're so early, dear?
1: Oh, I just thought it would be nice to surprise you.
0: You certainly did surprise me. Did I? You certainly did.
1: What's happened since last year?
0: Why, uh, nothing much. That's so. And what have you been doing?
1: I've been away. Where? Craig, you'll be better off if you don't inquire too closely into my private affairs. Being married to a witch ought to be enough for you.
0: I'm, I'm just interested, Candace.
1: Like I'm interested in what you do when I'm away. What? I am interested, you know.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, dear.
1: You don't? No. Don't you ever get lonely while I'm away? What?
0: Why, certainly.
1: Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Craig.
0: I don't either.
1: You're forgetting that I'm a witch, dear? What? You can't keep anything from me, Craig. Don't you know that? Why, I... Oh, I won't punish you, Craig. But you mustn't run around with red-haired girls.
0: Why? I don't know what you... Oh,
1: yes, you do. So I just decided to take that temptation away from you.
0: Candace, what did you... Look
1: over there at the window, darling.
0: And I looked. And peering in the window out of the darkness was a frightened, tiny, red squirrel. Its teeth chattering with terror and cold.
1: She's still got her red hair, dear.
0: Candace. Candace, did you do that to her? Of
1: course, dear. No, no, don't try to rescue her, Craig. I've got other plans for your little girlfriend. What are you going to... Listen. Now come here and kiss me.
2: Good.
0: Yes, in some ways it's fine. In some ways. You know, in the last 50, 60 years, I've gotten so I'm afraid to say who's that Anytime. Uh, wait a second. Did you hear anything? No, I guess she's not here. I, I wouldn't want her to surprise me again. I want to surprise her. her. It's 67 years ago that she set the wolves on that poor little red squirrel It was once Marjorie i have forgotten your last name. But I haven't forgotten what she did to me. They arrested me for murder. Candace let me stay in jail a whole year. I waited till the next Halloween, 1881, till a little screech owl came and perched on the window ledge of my cell. Even then, it took me half an hour to remember to say, Who's that? <coughs> oh, sure, yes, yeah, she was very sorry. She said, Very sorry. But I had to be punished for being unfaithful to her. Unfaithful. I never even kissed Marjorie. <laughs> that. Which well, believe me I was pretty careful after I got out of there and moved to Oklahoma if I had any female acquaintances I stopped seeing them along in early September but Donna how would you like it if you only saw your wife once a year and if you knew you, she could turn you into a caterpillar or a hippopotamus or something whenever she got nipped with you you'd look around too just like I did she nearly caught me again and Washington, D.C. That was in 1910. I'd been a good boy for nearly 50 years. Well, pretty good, or at least careful. I was standing outside the door of the Willard Hotel that Halloween night. A big moth dropped out of the darkness and lit on my shoulder. Candace likes to be a moth, I think. She's appeared that way 15 to 20 times. Well, I knew at once what it was. My conscience was reasonably clear, so I just said, who's that?
1: Hello, darling.
0: Welcome back, Candace, dear.
1: Been a good boy.
0: Perfect, darling.
1: Love, Candace.
0: Mad about Candace.
1: You better be.
0: Now, Candace.
1: You living here now? In the hotel?
0: <laughs> I-, I hope you like it.
1: I've never been in Washington before.
0: we well, sightseeing tomorrow.
1: Oh, I saw quite a lot of it. Flying in. Yes. Who's that woman?
0: on earth have you been? Yes, I thought Gertrude was in Chicago where i left her. Wasn't that just my luck? I don't know what Candace did to her. She just disappeared. But you know what that witch did to me? She turned me into a fire alarm box. And don't laugh. It isn't funny. From October 31st, 1910 till October 31st, 1911... I stood there in front of the Willard Hotel, rain and shine, snow and boiling hot weather. And nobody even turned in an alarm on me. Of course, they did paint me in the spring. Then at half past eleven on Halloween, a little black dog came by. I tried to say, who's that? And I made it all right because I could hear gears clicking and wheels turning and there No, no, Candace, please. No, no. Don't tell me.
1: You may kiss me now. And don't get paint all over my coat.
0: Candace can be very sweet when she wants to be. but these last 30 years, she doesn't seem to want to be very much. She spends most of the time she's here asking me questions about what I've been doing, where I've been, the people I've seen friend, I'm getting awful tired of it. 253 years is a long time. A long, long time with a jealous wife. So I'm going to get rid of her. This time I'm done. I'm not going to say who's that. I'm going to kill her. And then, Alicia and I are going to be married.
1: Oh,
0: I... I, forgot. I didn't tell you about Alicia. Uh, here comes Alicia now. Uh, I'd like to have you meet her. Uh, this is Alicia. How do you do? Alicia and I are going to be married.
1: Yes, indeed. Right after Halloween.
0: Alicia is secretary to the Dean of Women. Well,
1: that's how I met Craig.
0: <laughs> well, I hope you don't mean to imply I was flirting with the Dean, Alicia
1: goodness, no, dear. I mean, you were being introduced to her when, when we first saw each other.
0: Oh, I'll never forget it.
1: Oh, I won't either.
0: <laughs> Isn't he pretty?
1: Oh, Craig, you mustn't talk that way to strangers. Oh, I'm sorry,
0: dear, but you are pretty.
1: <laughs> but I'm so much younger than you are, Craig.
0: Well, uh, you are a little younger, dear, but uh, that won't make any difference, will it?
1: Oh, not to me.
0: Uh, excuse us a second. <laughs> darling, I love you. Oh,
1: darling, I love you.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: dear. Oh, but they're looking, sweetheart.
0: Shut your eyes a second, will you, please? Now, darling. phone's ringing. I'll be right with you. Hello? Hello,
2: darling. This is
0: Alicia. Uh, uh, hello, dear. Are
2: you going up to the cabin today? Uh, I'm
0: just leaving, darling. Oh,
2: I wish
0: I could go with you. Well, I do, too. But I'll be back in a day or so. Oh,
2: couldn't I?
0: Please? No, no, dear, no. Uh, You know it can't be done. Mm,
2: I wish
0: I could. Well, it isn't practicable, dear. Uh, I'll hurry back.
2: I could drive up tomorrow.
0: I'll probably be back tomorrow. Mm, I'll
2: miss you.
0: I'll miss you.
2: I just wanted
0: to say goodbye. I love you. I love you. See you in the day or so, honey. All right. But I wish I could go along. It, it can't be done, sweet.
2: I might drive up and surprise uh, no, 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 you. No, no
0: don't, Look, don't goodbye. do that. Uh, Alicia, wait. Oh, my gosh, she can't do that if she doesn't. Hello. Hello. Uh, get me... Uh, get me, uh, three, four, one, two, J. Well, so here I am. I wish I could have got Alicia back on that phone. If she comes up here, she'll... Oh, well, she won't. She's got better sense. Yeah, let's see what time is it. Mm-hmm. War bayonet I had at Valley Forge. A bowie knife Dave Crockett gave me. And
2: I'm pretty well fixed.
0: Come on, Candace, honey. Come on. Just come on in. <laughs> this time this time you can come ahead of time, baby, and Papa will be waiting for you. <laughs> and then. That shotgun up. Mm-hmm. Now, Candace. Look out. What the dickens was that? Oh, a moth. A moth, eh? Well, 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 Candace. You're not going to get away this time, sweetheart. Get away from that laugh. Get away, I say. I got you. Oh, you're not dead yet.
1: Well, I'll... Never mind, Craig. What? Never mind. I'm going to die, all right. Who's that? It's too late, Craig. You've killed me. <laughs> but haven't you forgotten something, darling?
0: What did I forget?
1: forgot what I told you back there on the hill at Salem, sweetheart. You'll live just as long as I live, and when I die,
2: you'll die. Oh.
0: Candace, <laughs> Candace, let me help you.
2: <laughs> it's too late, darling. Much, much too late.
3: Hello, hello. This is Forest Ranger Station. Oh, hello, Brad. This is Joe Thomas. Listen, Brad, you better call the county cops or somebody. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm at the little cabin halfway up Latigo Canyon. You know, the one with the red shutters. Yeah, well, I was on my way up to the station, see, and I meet this girl. Please be quiet, will you, lady? This girl and her car is busted down. Well, I picked her up and she wants to come up here. Uh, What's your name, lady?
2: Alicia Dean.
3: Alicia Dean. So she's going to meet this fella here, she says, and I left her out, and I was just starting away, and I hear her scream. Scream, you know, holler. So I stop and run inside, and she's yelling her head off. Lady, lady, please. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Brad. They sure looked awful strange. No, there wasn't no guy here. No, nothing but a squashed moth, one of them big death's head moths, you know, and a skeleton. Yeah, a skeleton, all dried up and dusty. I was maybe 250 years old. And that's all. Just him and the moth. Funny, ain't it?
0: Directed by Willis Cooper. The man who talked to you was Ernest Chappell. And Gerita Bauer played Candace, Alicia was Peggy Stanley, and The Forest Ranger was Jim Bowles. The music for Quiet Please is composed and played by Gene Perazzo, except, of course, for our theme, which, in answer to many queries, is based on the second movement of the symphony in D minor by Cesar Frock. Now, for word about next week's Quiet Please, here is our writer director, Willis Cooper.
3: Take me out to the graveyard. That's the title I've got for next week's story. Come along for the
0: ride, won't you? And so until next week at this time, I am quietly yours, Ernest Chapel. Quiet, please, comes to you from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.